Hi, this is Christopher Framberg and I'm one of the pastors in SOS Church Stockholm. We are an international Pentecostal church on Kungsholmen with celebrations in both English and Swedish. Our vision is to be a church that is for all people and to all nations that are living the Book of Acts kind of life in Stockholm and to the ends of the earth. We hope that this week's message will challenge and equip you to live a strong life together with Jesus. Okay, so I just, uh, my title this morning is How to Conquer a New Land. That's, uh, that's the title I have for you guys. And uh, I want to take a story in Joshua verse 1. Uh, chapter 1 sorry and it's a it's a historical moment because there is a man called Moses who just passed away what a man I wish I could have seen and leave a few seconds with that man you know he took uh, the whole whole people out of Egypt we say that it's around two million people that was not a small thing two million that's about the size of Stockholm and the suburb can you imagine feeding them every day Moses we're hungry can you imagine that okay okay wait a minute we're gonna see what we can do okay we're thirsty and God provided I mean Moses what a man but like every man there is a day when we have to go home and Moses passed away but I have a good news for all of you guys as long as people are on the earth the work of God shall continue it's never limited to the lifetime of a man never ever even if Moses was such a great man of God but God has a plan for the future of the people of Israel and he chose a guy called Joshua what a weight on the shoulders of Joshua can you imagine taking the lead after Moses Woo! two million people what a heritage thank you Moses two million all right thank you can you imagine that but Joshua spent so many times and so many years with Moses he saw the man that was the first step he was looking at him every day seeing him seeing him you know being faithful to God praying to God doing miracles performing miracles and wonders and there is a time in your life I believe that there is a time to see and maybe today you came just to see as a visitor and that's the first good step to see to look around and to see who are these people from SOS Church I want to see them I want to meet them and that's the first good step that's amazing that you're here today maybe for the first time and we we, we welcome we welcome you um, and I'm sure that the team did a great job to welcome you warmly but more than that Jesus is opening his arms to you this morning because you are part of the Jesus family you're more than welcome and you can you can look you can look around look at these pretty people they're all looking good that's normal that's part of the part of SOS everybody part of SOS looking good okay okay and uh, and but there's another step and Joshua look at Moses life but he also believed the God of Moses that was the second step Joshua was believing he chose to believe that the God of Moses was his God the God of miracles that that uh, that uses Moses what that the God that was going to use him for the next steps 
and that's the second step that is very important you have to believe you have to choose to believe first it's okay to see but the second step is to believe and there's another step more than anything else more important than anything else is to step into action to put your faith into action and that's what Joshua is about to do now he had seen Moses live he had to believe that the God of Moses was his God as well and now come his time to believe and put his faith into action and I want you I want to encourage you this morning whatever you are wherever you are in these three steps is to move forward if you are just here to see I just want to encourage you believe choose to believe today that God is a God of miracle God is a God of salvation anyone to change your life forever and if you are in that step of believing I want to encourage you to put your faith into action from this day on put your faith into action shut the button on and say I'm gonna put my faith into action 2020 is not gonna be like anything else I'm gonna change I'm gonna change my life every day I'm gonna make the difference but you have to push the button on brother push the button I'm gonna put my faith into action from this day on and if you are already into action I've got another good news for you there's always something else waiting for you there's always something even bigger waiting for you there's some bigger miracles there's some bigger things that God is wants to do with you uh, this uh, year 2020 so there's no limits to what God can do with a man or woman that believes in him no limits choose to be part of the move of God I believe that God is on the move I believe that God is on the move in Stockholm I believe that God is on the move here in SOS Church in Bienn in Malmö in Gothenburg and so many places around the world God is on the move you know there's so many people complaining about all we don't know in Europe if God is doing something maybe God has forsaken Europe you know there's so little thing so little thing but I believe that God is really 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 on the move God is speaking people like Joshua to take over to 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 take new land and I think God is choosing you today to take new land here in Stockholm and there's a word I have a word specifically for the church uh, I, I'm gonna share in a few minutes but hold that in your in your mind and in your spirit there is new land for you to conquer here in Stockholm there is some new ground that God is going to give you in this year 2020 this is really on my heart be part of that move that's the best choice you can make be part of that move be part of that move you have only two choices you are in the movement or you are a monument yeah. <laughs> what do you want to do do you want a part of that movement of that move of God or you want to be someone who got stuck somewhere and you're gonna be a pain in the ass for someone who wants to to move you know you, you you're just gonna be you know on the road and and stuck in the road and someone wants to move but you just there and don't don't do anything be part of the move let the flow of the river of God just like push you let the Spirit of God moves you in a different way mighty ways 
Are you in movement or are you on a mo monument? You can be a very nice religious monument, but you're not going to change anything in that city. And your life is going to be really, really boring, I'm telling you. But if you choose to be in the move of God and to follow the way of the Spirit, the lead of the Spirit, and it's going to be an exciting life. Exciting life. So please be in the move. We, we, we need you in the move of God for that city, for Europe, for, for your neighborhood. You need to be, to be in the move of God. It's so important that you understand this. So I said it earlier. I believe like Joshua when God chose, chose him, that he had new challenges in front of him. Him personally, can you imagine taking this, the whole people of Israel? That's a heavy weight on his shoulders. And secondly, the people will enter in a new season with a new leader. And uh, as I was praying for, for this morning, I was asking God how, how, how I can encourage the church and... and what do you want me to say? And God really spoke very simply these words for the church. And I believe that God is going to give you new strategy for new people. I believe that God is going to give you new strategy to reach new people. I know you are very creative and aggressive to, to reach people. But I believe that God is going to give you some very unique way to meet some new people in that city. He's going to be so strategic. He's going to speak to you with precision, with, you know, unique ways of reaching new people. And I believe you're going to enter in a new season this year to reach new people. New people from different levels in, you know, in the society. And I believe this is going to be an exciting year. The move of God is going to be so exciting this year, 2020, for you as part of SOS Church in Stockholm. And secondly, I have a word as well for coffee. The, your pastor. It's a new challenge for you, 2020. And I have a verse that I want to read for you. Let me take it. And I'm, this is something I got this morning. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed, which a man took and planted in his field. Though it's the smallest of all seeds, yet when it grows, it's the largest of garden plants and becomes a tree, so that the birds come and perch in its branches. I believe this year is going to be a year of growth for the church, but also for you. I believe that, as it says here, like a mustard seed. And I felt in my heart like maybe sometimes in your life you have felt like this very small mustard seed. Like very small. Very small. When you look at yourself, say, I'm, I'm so small. I'm small, so small for all of that. But I'm going to tell you, Joshua felt small as well. But God has a promise. God has a promise for you and... This promise is going to be accomplished here in SOS Stockholm. You are at your place. God has chosen you like he has chosen Joshua. And you're going to grow fast. And many people, many people will be under your branches. Many people will be there taking the fruits. So be strong and courageous like Joshua. This is the word I got for you.
So there is a season to see, there is a season to believe, and there's a season for action. So this is a time for action, I believe, for you now. And um, we need to be holders, carriers of the presence of God. And not just come to church like a, like a social club, you know, that's, that's not the deal. We need to, to hold on the promise of God and we need to practice who God is. Amen. So who, who believes here in this morning that God is great? So practice the greatness of God, okay? Who believe that God is mighty? So practice it. God is forgiveness. Oh, <laughs> you don't know if you have to raise your hand, okay? Forgiveness. Well, yeah, practice forgiveness. Practice who God is. God is victory, amen? So practice the victory of God. God is holy. Just And we, can't, we could carry on, carry on. We need to practice who God is on our daily lives. Every day. Every day. I remember one day I was in Africa. Not with SOS, sorry. Uh, uh, I was in, um, <laughs> in a country called African uh, Central Republic. And uh, in a city called Bangui. So it's French speaking there. And uh, when we arrived there for... For 10 days to uh, for conferences and and uh, and uh, so people were waiting for us at the airport and as soon as I uh, arrived there I had this young guy coming close to me and they said this young guy is gonna be with you all the time I said really all the time he said yeah, yeah he's gonna be with you all the time if you need anything just ask him I said okay I'm not used to that but okay so so I started walking and he was by my side in the morning, he was the first to knock on my door to say, Hey, Matt, are you okay? Yeah, I am okay. I'm coming. Okay, okay. i wait for you. Okay. I find that so weird to have someone just, you know, all the time with me. So, and he was taking me to breakfast. And in the evening, he was the last one to take me back to my room. And the whole, the whole trip, he was with me. And... Um, I'm, I'm, I'm very uh, sorry, but I forgot his name, even though he was 10 days with me. But he had a title. He had a title. He was the facilitator. He was just there to facilitate my trip, to help me to serve the best as I could. And I believe that's a powerful image of how we can practice the greatness of God. How we can practice who God is. How can you practice who God is if you don't spend time with Him and you stand close to Him like day and night? He was always by my side. How can He facilitate my work if He was like two miles away from me? I needed someone who I can speak to very quickly sometimes. Hey, I just need water. I'm thirsty. Okay, I'm going. And he was taking me water, you know. But he had to be so close to me so that I, had, I could just speak so easily and fast to him. That's a facilitator. And I believe God is looking and searching for facilitators. For people who are so close to him day and night. So he doesn't have to shout, hey, where are you? I need to speak to you. No, I'm here. I'm here. How can I do? What can I do for you? Please tell me. Even, you're so close that God can only whisper to you. He said, hey, I want to say something to you. You want to hear the whisper of God? You have to be close to him. God has some secrets to tell you. But he's not going to tell you secrets 
if you are so far away from him. You have to be so close. And Joshua was so close to Moses. All the time he was following him. Seeing, seeing how Moses was living his life. He started to trust and to believe in the God of Moses. And now comes his time to take the lead and to perform miracles on himself. I, 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 just, I just want to encourage you to be and stay close to God. Stay so close to him. So close to his word. So you can even hear the whisper of God you can feel the heartbeat of God you saw God you so close to his chest like the uh, the, the the apostle John you, you were so close to him that you can feel the whisper and the heartbeat of God it's just like oof, oof. Ooh, that's the heart of God. I want to feel it. I want to feel that. I want to be close. I want to I feel your breathing to my face. I want, to, I want to see you face to face. I want to see your eyes. I want to feel you. I want to feel your love. I want to be where you are. I want to follow who you are going to take me. This is my place. You want to serve God? Be where God is. Be where he is. Choose to be. Close to him. Day and night. That's the best way to serve Jesus on a daily basis. Close to him. It's not about preaching. It's not about, you know, doing all that stuff here on that stage. That's not, nothing about this. It's being close to God, listening to him, and just practice the greatness, the forgiveness, the, forgiveness, the, the, the passion, the power, the victory spirit of who God is to you. But you have to stay close to him like Joshua. Stay close to Moses. That's, that's the first step. You call to that. Everybody is called to be close to God. Everybody is, is, is called to, to hear the, God of God, the, the, the voice of God. Everybody is called to, to hear the secrets of God for, for your life. Everyone, we're called to serve a close God. You can't serve a far away God. You have to be close to Him and closer and closer. Practice this every day. So Joshua was called. And because God is good, when he's calling people, he gives promises. There's always a promise coming with the calling. Always. And here, here is the promise. And we're going to read this. And I want you to take that promise for you this morning. This promise is for you all. All of you. You need to take that promise. 2020, here's the promise. Joshua 1 verse 5. Okay, are you ready to read this? Okay. Oh, I need to find it back in, in English. Here we go. It's on the screen. Listen. No one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. Woo! As I was with Moses... So I will be with you. I will never leave you or not forsake you. Be strong and courageous. Because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to the ancestors to give them. Be strong again and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left. That you may be successful, successful wherever you go. Keep the book of the law always on your lips. Meditate it, 
on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it then you will be prosperous and successful you will be prosperous and successful amen have i not commanded you again be strong and courageous do not be afraid do not be discouraged for the lord your god will be with you wherever you go what a promise what a promise be strong and courageous you can't do the will of god without being strong and courageous why because the the will of god will be always over your natural you know capacity always 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 that's why you need to be strong and courageous that's why you need to stay close to God that's why in your relationship with God it, it has to be um, like it, it has to become so natural you can't leave the presence of God you have to come back day and night to where God is to be with him to be to 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 find strength again to find faith again to be uh, renewed in your in your inner uh, inner man it's so important you know when we got uh, we've got three kids and I, I remember the first time when when Sarah gave birth for the first time and 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 Jad our firstborn so she she's gonna turn 13 this year and and she she was there and you know Sarah was carrying carrying the baby like this you know and and you know when you have the baby like this what you do you ju you just whisper to the baby so Oh, this is so beautiful. They say, even though it's not that beautiful, you know, but it's just like, they say, they say it's beautiful. Oh, life. We're so happy to see you. We're so happy to see your face. But Sarah was not shouting like, oh, you're so beautiful. You know, that was not like this. That was just like whispering. Why? Because the baby was so close. So close. And I want you to be so close to God. Like this baby in the mother's, mother's hands, you know, so close that God can whisper to you. Tells you who you are. Tells you it's going to give you confidence. It's going to keep on his promises, keep repeating his promises to you. If you come to the word of God, it's going to feed you every day. And you're going to be bold and confident in who you are in Christ this is so important strong and courageous you know and after that the kid the kid is growing and here's the first steps you know when when he's like 10 or 12 months he starts to be on, on on his legs you know and he, we as parents this is a, a very very unique moment where the firstborn you know is start, starting working even though it's not perfect it's not perfect at all but the first time she is doing the one two and she is falling we're just like whoa this is amazing it's just like whoa and you know we're almost crying it's just like oh that's that's beautiful and after that you know she's doing like two three four and falling again and falling again but we find that amazing but you know what never ever never ever my daughter said dad i think i'm not made to stand up i'm gonna stay on the ground that's better never ever even though she fell she fell again she fell 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 she always stood up naturally she stood up and as and and, and just to find enough strength to stand on the on the legs and stand and be be strong and to walk and not to run 
naturally when you stay close to God naturally when you stay close to him you want to stand up on your legs even though if you feel fell one time two times hundred times you will always find strength again to stand on your legs and walk and walk and walk on a new land and take a new land step by step and even if you fall ten thousand times if you stay close to God you will be strong and courageous again to take new land and new land and you land again so stay close to God and naturally 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 the work of God is gonna the work in in your life and you're gonna find strength you know there's so many Christians they live the life of baby like on the ground you know that's the Christian life they have they stay like this and but it's this this is not very can you imagine people working like this in the street? They say, what is he doing? Stand up on your legs. No, no, no. I'm made to stay like this all my life. No, no, no. That's not the natural way. Stand up. No, 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 no. I want to stay like this. And there's so many Christians that live their life like this, you know. And they don't have perspective for the future what they see is only knees there's only you know little things you know sometimes they see well whatever and and they just like and uh, and they just they just stay like this they just stay like this but that's not the christian life you have to stand up be strong and courageous and even if your legs are shaking a little bit you have to make the first step the second step the third step the fourth step and still you can run and enter into the new land my friend enter the new land this year conquer the new land stand up be strong and courageous be firm on your faith we need Christians who are bold and wild in their faith. That's what we need. And it's not about who you are naturally. That's the, 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 the supernatural way that God is using people, you know, just like weak people like we are. And make them bold and courageous to enter the new land. Whew. I like that. I like that so much. It's speaking to me so many times. And the second thing I want to say before I finish. So first, never forget that you are called. Everybody is called to be close to God and to work, to walk in faith, bold and courageous. And the second thing, that God is a very strategic God. He has a strategy for you as well, for your life. He had written things for you. And you've got to enter in this uh, uh, written letters or plans that he has made for you very strategic to your knowledge you know I don't know if you know but when I look back 16 years ago that was the first time where Sarah and I we met Johannes 16 years ago we were not even married we were just engaged at that time and uh, Johannes came to preach in a youth conference in Switzerland. And we were doing the worship with Sarah. And uh, he gave a word to us at the end of the conference. And a few years later, we met Daniel and Stephanie Elvelik in Switzerland again. You must have something special in Switzerland. Uh, <laughs> we met them. And we started a relationship, very close relationship. And... We went, we came to Sweden uh, to visit, visit them. It was in Mashta, yeah? And uh, that's our first uh, connections with SOS. 
And now, 16 years later, we're part of that family. God is strategic. He knows where and when to put people to make sure that His plan are going to work. His ways are beyond our ways, my friend. His thoughts are far higher than our thoughts. I've got a story for you. I'm going to finish with that. A few years back, we were still living in Dijon. And, uh, and uh, I had to go in the south of France. So I took my car. And um, in France, I don't know how it is in Sweden, but you have to pay if you, if you take the highway. So I had to take my ticket. And when I took my ticket, I saw a guy just on the side. And, you know, the, these, the guys who are doing the thumb up, you know, just like this. How do you say that? Hitchhiker. Hitchhiker. Okay. So he was there just looking for someone to take him. So I was just by, my, by myself on the car, and I thought, well, what should I do? Okay, I'll take him. So I, he went to my car, and we started driving. So it's about two, three hours driving to get to the south of France. And um, I thought, well, he's in my car. I'm going to drive at least 100 miles an hour so he can't get out of that car. So we must use that time for something special. So uh, I started to speak to him. And he was just telling me that he was there for holidays, you know, just enjoying France. And uh, his name was Chris. And um, so I said, what are you doing in life? He said, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a German guy. And um, I'm just traveling. And I, and I work in a factory. I'm enjoying my life. So awesome. So I was waiting for him to ask me what, what I do in life, you know. <laughs> He said, what are you doing in life? I said, I'm a pastor. <laughs> oh, really? You're a pastor? That's, that's amazing. And he, he just searched into his bag, you know, and he said, and he took a, a Bible. I said, hey, I've got a Bible. I said, awesome. I said, are you a Christian? He said, no. I said, what, what, what do you do with the Bible then? He said, just before I left um, Germany, uh, a friend of mine just gave me that Bible. And he said, maybe it's going to be useful for you for, for your holidays. I said, well, that's awesome. Have you started reading the Bible? He said, yeah, yeah, I started. I've, I've read the, the four Gospels. For, so the four Gospels, I'm, I'm, I'm hitting Romans now. I said, man, you have read more than maybe Christians do in 10 years. You know, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's awesome. You know, it's just like, wow. So, and he said, are, are you a pastor? I said, yeah, yeah, I'm a pastor. He said, that's crazy. I said, why? You know what? When I, when I travel from Germany, a guy in, in another region, about two hours and a half from where I picked him, he said, a guy took me there, and he was a pastor as well. <laughs> I said, wow. So that's very, that's very strange. I said, really? He said, yeah, yeah. And for 30, 45 minutes, he was preaching to me. He said, you need to give your life to Jesus. And, uh, you know, the whole message. I said, wow. wow. I said, that's amazing, bro. I said, and I said, do you remember the name of that pastor? He said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he had a long name. Long, long name. I said, oh, really? Because I know some pastors in that, in that area. So maybe I know him. He said, uh, yeah, I know, I know. His first name was Samuel. I said, Samuel? I know a few Samuels in, the, in that area. But do you have the name? He said, 
And I said, Peter Schmidt? He said, yeah, that guy, that guy, Samuel Peter Schmidt, that was that guy. That's him. That's him who talked to me. I said, that's my father-in-law. <laughs> that's my father-in-law. He said, no, I don't believe it. I don't believe that story. That's not possible. That can't be your father. I said, yeah, I'm going to call him right now. We're going to call him. I know we're not allowed to, to call when we're driving, but it's worth a call now. So, uh, <laughs> So I took my phone, I, I rang my father and I said, Samuel, I'm a, I've got a guy in my car. I said, is it, is it Chris? He said, yeah, it's Chris. He's in my car. He's in my car. So speak to him because my father-in-law speaks good German. So I so decided to speak German. And my father-in-law said, you said, I told you, you need to give your life to Jesus. He's looking for you. He's searching for you. And I was just like, what that story is about, you know? And um, and uh, so I took back the phone and I said to my father, and he said, well, well, I, I call you back. I call you back. He said, yeah, I call you. And, you know, I mean, it was like how highways open to speak about God, you know, and the gospel. So we spent two hours and I was just encouraging him. But at the same time, I was realizing that story, how God was putting people in place just for one guy, one guy. That's, that, that shows me how God loves people. He is so concerned about the one. Only the one. And I was just like, that's crazy, crazy. Do you want the, do you want the end of the story? <laughs> so I dropped him two, three hours later. So I gave him a big hug. He was crying. I was crying too. Yeah, you know, it's just like what that story is about. And a um, few days later, Maybe one week or two weeks later, my, <laughs> my, my father-in-law rang me. He said, Matt, I said, yeah, I'm with someone. I said, are you with Chris? He said, yeah, I'm with Chris. I said, I said okay, speak to him. And I started to speak to Chris. He said, what, what are you doing with my father-in-law again? He said, well, you know, Matt, I have to tell you, when I finished my trip in France, I said, I must, I must go back to that place where I met that pastor. So he went to that city. And he said, uh, he, he went to, you know, a special office when you can, uh, you know, a tourism office, you know, because he didn't know where to go. So he went there. He said, hey, I want to speak to the pastor, Simon Peter Schmidt. And she looked at him. She's like, what are you speaking about? You know, this is a tourism office. You know, it's not like a, and, 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 but listen, you listen, because God is so good, you know. And she said, well, I know this pastor, but the, the, he lives about 30, 40 minutes away from here. But you, you can find him there, there, there. So he went there, going there in front of my, my father-in-law's house, you know, knocked on the door and said, I want to speak to Pastor Samuel. So my mother-in-law said, I'm really sorry, my friend, but Samuel just went a few hours before and he went to Germany. He said, really? To Germany is where I come from? He said, where, where, where did he go? He said, well, I don't really know, but here's some details. And he went. He followed you know, there is a time to see, there is a time to believe, and there is a time for action. And that guy, he went, he arrived, and my father-in-law was preaching in a hotel for like evangelism, you know, service. And that night, Chris decided to follow Jesus. And he was calling me after that. He was calling me and saying, Matt, 
I was with your father-in-law. I'm with him. We've prayed together. That's amazing. I was just like, what that story is about? You know, it's just crazy. That's the book of Acts, you know, kind of a story, you know. And um, you want the end of the story? Okay, 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 okay. I'm coming to an end now. And, uh, and, and so Chris went back the day after. So he stayed in the hotel for one, one evening with my father-in-law, went back home. And the next evening, my, my father-in-law was still preaching in that hotel. And he was so excited about that story, you know. So he, he started his preaching by telling that story. And as he was preaching, there's a guy at the, end, uh, at the back of the, of the room saying, Hey, sir, 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 can I say something? father-in-law say, yeah, yeah, if you want to say something, say something. He said, I am the friend who gave the New Testament. I'm that guy. I'm, I'm his friend. I gave him the Bible. That's me who gave the Bible to that guy. You see, the whole three, the guy who started in Germany, my father-in-law and me, at totally different places, different timing. But God was planning all of that. He's so strategic. So he knows exactly what he was doing. And I'm telling you people, so many times I thought, what would happen if I left that guy on the side? I believe that God would have found someone else to help him. But I would have lost one opportunity to build my faith. I would have lost that opportunity to rejoice my heart every time I think and I, I preach about that story. I've been part of the move of God. I've been part of it. I chose to be part of it. I could have said, well, you know what? I'm going to spend three hours just worshiping and praying God. And I believe I could have spent a beautiful time in my car, you know, by myself. But I was not that time for that. That was the time to pick that guy and put it in my car. Even though I didn't speak the language he was spe speaking, you know. Even though he was a bit stinky because I think he didn't have a shower for quite a while. But, you know, we, we had such a great time. And I believe that that's what God wants to do with all of us. Be part of that move. It's going to change the whole city. It's going to change one by one by one. And you're going to be part of that. And it brings so much joy, so much, so much, you know, faith in you. That sort of God is so strategic. And if, if I would give the mic to everyone here in the room, we could hear how God is strategic. How he puts people in place to make sure that you, you came close to him and chose him for life. We will be amazed to hear stories here. How God is so strategic. But this is how God people. This is my God. This is your God. This is the God of Moses. This is the God of Joshua. This is the God of David. God is the same forever. He is so strategic and reaching people one by one. And he chose you to be part of that move. So please be part of that move. Put your faith into action. Choose life. Choose to follow the Spirit of God. And choose to live miracles on a daily basis. Ah, that's what I want to see in 2020, my friend. I want to see more people saved more people healed more people delivered from drugs or whatever i want to see this and i believe that god chose me for that and he chose you for that 100 percent okay can we all stand up so two things just to remind you you chosen you chosen you are chosen never ever doubt about this you're chosen. And secondly, 
never forget that God is so strategic. He gave a strategy. We, can't, we don't have time to see that. But he gave a real strategy to, to Joshua to conquer the new land. A real strategy. And he's going to give you strategy as well. But be close to him. You have been listening to a podcast from SOS Church Stockholm. If you want to know more about the church or have information about our Bible school and leadership academy, go online to soschurch.se. We hope to see you soon at a celebration here in Stockholm or at one of our daughter's churches in Gothenburg or Malmö. Have a wonderful week.